I am unashamed. What about you? Well, Jace is going to get coffee. Before Jesus came to the earth? Yeah. All have turned away. There's no one righteous, not even one. There's no one who understands. There's no one who seeks God. Watch. They've all turned away. This is this is a world without Hold Jesus. Hold on, Jason's back. I think that was going to be our one of our more bizarre openings. This uh, is a world without yeah. Jesus. Okay. They've all turned away and they've all together become worthless. Yeah. There is no one who does good. Not now. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Pre-Jesus. Now we're talking. Pre-Jesus. Yep. An argument has developed over. Uh, I think we all Y'all agree. You're saying you can't be good under the law and you can't be good with Jesus either. You're saying it's both ways. I, can't be good. Exactly. Jesus didn't have any effect. I like how you characterize. I agree 100%. Wrong. Here's I'll give you four words just for the audience. And this this to me is how you learn cuz we both agree that in Jesus is where salvation occurs, right? That's yeah. correct. So we're good. And we love each other. So everybody's we're all family. We're, we're all touchy feely mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. However, the wording is we Zach and I are on one side and you're on the other. I have four words, four words, to as the foundation of my argument. And it comes from a letter written to the Galatians who thought, in synopsis form here, how will I say this? Who thought that they needed salvation in Jesus plus something that they could do. Now, in this case, it was circumcision. But to me, it could be anything. And there was a statement made, and I'm getting to the four words. In Galatians 2.20, Paul said, I have been crucified with Christ. And here are the four words right after and. And I no longer live. So my point is, you can't do good if you no longer live. You say, well, how can that be? Because the next phrase, but Christ lives in me. So I, that that's my whole point. You can't say, you say, well, how come in First John where it's he my says, point. those who do good, well, uh, I'm not sure it is. But I'm saying, how can you do good if you no longer live? Well, First John says there's two kinds of people. Those who do good and those who do evil will do good. Well, I can't do good. So I realize that it's no longer I who do it. Where's that verse at? Uh, but Christ who lives in me. Yeah. yeah, the life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me. Yep. Where's that verse that says that? It's, it's I who no longer I have been crucified with Christ. Been crucified with Christ, I no longer live. That's a different verse. Maybe is that Colossians 3? Uh, Let me see. Maybe it's Romans 7. Yeah, I think it's in Romans. Let me look. Yeah, Romans 7 says, 18 says, yeah, this this is another one. No, yeah, 17, 7, 17. As it is... It is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. I know that nothing good lives in me. This is Paul with Jesus. Yeah. Right? That is in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For what I do is not the good I want to do, but the evil I do, I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Well, this is this is post Jesus. Mm-hmm. So why why is he wrestling, saying why? And he's going to ask I a question. Can't. Who's going to deliver me from this body of death? Because he just explained yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Well, once Jesus comes in, you say, can you start doing good then? Sure. Yeah, but he had. But I he's think, in Jesus. But he's in Jesus. I, I think that he what he's actually getting I up to. I think it's semantics. Well, no, because well, no, well, no, he's moving into Romans 8. And Romans 8 yeah. is life by the Spirit, which is where how we got into this conversation last time out of John 15. And I, I think... There is a there. This is a. I had a hard time with this uh, up until about twelve years ago because what I kept hearing was do better and be better. 
Yeah. And, and I tried it and I tried it and I tried it, but yet I, I felt like Paul feels here. I felt, man, what a wretched man, man and I, am I. And every time I tried to do good, evil was right there. And it's this, and I just, I felt it. I felt like I couldn't bootstrap myself up. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, it's, it's because we grew up in a faith tradition that really didn't have a good doctrine of the Holy Spirit. We didn't talk about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. We really, I mean, if we did, it was what we were told. He speaks through the written word only. What about the inner conviction in my heart that the Spirit mm-hmm. is my counselor, my helper, who's guiding me into all truth? So going back to the do good, I, I think the Scripture tells us that our behavior matters, but the only way—it's less about behavior, it's less about works, and it's more about what do you desire? What do you want? Because you're going to do what you want most. And I think what the Spirit is giving us, those who submit to the Spirit, the Spirit is giving us a revelation of the beauty and the wonder of God so that over time my desires can be transformed. You talked about, Phil, when you were you know, back in your sex, drugs, and rock and roll days, like there was a time period, you know, because I interviewed you for a project we're working on, and when I heard some of the things you were into, I was like, man, there was a time period where if I came up to you with a with a big fat joint or a, a scantily clad dressed woman, or a bottle of, of of whiskey, you would have been tempted to partake in that. But if I came to you now, that, that's my point. But now you would not be tempted because the desires of your heart have been transformed over the last forty five years by the Spirit, because He's revealing to us reality and what. He, and it's not right and wrong. It's not the Spirit's not saying one that's of the wrong. things He enables you to do. Uh, an elder must love what is good. Um, He's got a desire. Teach, teach yeah. the older women to teach what is good. Uh, get the young men, set them an example by doing what is good. But who you is say, doing it's not, it? Hey, it's, it's not saying. saving you. It's not, you're already saved. You're not earning it. It's a free gift. So how do you operate? Well, uh, he, he purified him for himself a people who are his very own, and you know what they're eager to do? He purified a people what that good? are his own, and guess what they're eager to do, according to the Apostle Paul? Do good. Yeah. Because of what reason? What's the source? So if I do something good, look. Because your sins have been removed, he's there to mediate okay. for you when but who you gets, do bad. Who gets the you credit? Say, well, hold on. Let me clarify this. Yesterday, okay. yesterday, if you can't be good, oh, yeah. we're in a sorry state so, here. So, we are. So we ended, <laughs> we, we ended yesterday's podcast, yeah. and Phil said, well, your Aunt Kay said you have requested um, a certain soup that she makes. What do you all call that? Ribeye soup? It's got mm-hmm. steak in it. It's, it's, oh, it's good. Oh, yeah, it's the it's best. Phenomenal. I was eager, very eager to get to your house and get that hot water cornbread and mm-hmm. that soup. You know why? Because it tastes good, and I knew that it tasted good. Yeah. So if I'm going to have have an eagerness to do good, it's only going to be because I've tasted and seen that the Lord is good. It's yeah. not an obligation. So how are you two going out, and you all are going to remind the people? Because the Apostle Paul told you, you got to remind the people. <laughs> I, I'm just reminding you all today because you, you need you. it too. Remind the people to be subject to rulers, whether they're communist or whatever. Be subject to them. Monarchs, be subject to them. They didn't have a constitutional republic, but he reminded them, look, to be subject to rulers and authorities, because a lot of people now have turned against the authorities and the rulers, and it's really hurting our country. To be obedient. Are you ready? To be ready to do whatever is good. To slander no one, to be at peace, well, be considerate, show true humility to all men. That's that one. I'm just giving you one after other eight times in a book that's got three chapters, Titus. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you uh, stress these things. Y'all are saying, don't stress it to be good. Don't stress that. Uh, stress these things so <laughs> that those who have trusted to God saying. may be careful <laughs> to devote themselves to doing what is good. Yep. These things are excellent. Y'all are saying, well, you can't be good. Can't that, be good. It doesn't help me any. You're like, it helps me yeah. a lot. So it, when I do something good, I say, well, that must have been the Holy Spirit. That must have been Jesus because it wasn't me. That's what I say every time. It was time. you. No one. Well, you, you, you participated. It was the changed. I no longer it was, live. It was the changed saved you. That's right. That guy's gone. I'm gone. He was no good. How could I do good? That one you did away I'm with, gone. he was no good. I'm gone. 
It, this is not me. It's an appearance. Our of people me. must learn to devote themselves to doing what's good. Y'all say, "Oh no, no way." Well, Our people don't need I'm to devote themselves to doing good. I'm like, I wonder why. In order that they may provide yeah. for daily necessities and not live unproductive lives. Y'all are saying, "Oh no." Here's what I would do. Here's what I would do. If you said, all right, so you came to me and you said, uh, you know, pick any dead person. And you say, that guy is is really doing good. And I'm like, he's not here anymore. And you're like, no, I'm telling you, this guy, just pick a dead person. He's doing Elvis. Boy, he's doing phenomenal. Right? People are still buying his letters, I mean, his uh, his songs, and, you know, they're crying over his letter. And so what I would do if you believe that, I'd figure out wherever he's buried, and I'd take you there, and I was like, he, he ain't there. That may be the spirit, the legacy. You know, he's in our memories. He's He's dead. So I read two verses that says, I no longer live. I've been crucified. I am no longer i've been there's a replacement that it that the has dead happened man. the dead man and he's buried. You were dead in your sins jace and he that and one I no buried him. Lives. he didn't come back that one is gone he gone but now we have a new one the other one was bad the new one, one is the holy spirit of god christ lives in me so that's why it, he can in, be in good a, no he, he just does it that's why i hang out in the book of john i read the red letters because i'm like this is this is who he is. Now he happens to be inside of me, and I, I know it's weird, the semantics of it. But whenever I think I do good, then all of a sudden uh, there's a thing called pride. There's there, things, temptation starts coming with success that all of a sudden I think I'm doing good, and I'm like, boy, I had a I had a really good day today. And then what happens the next day? Well, since I thought I was good. I got to a place to where I'm thinking I can make these decisions. And before you know it, if I go down that trail, mm-hmm. then I'm doing bad again. Let's take a break. You know, we never talk about merch here on the Unashamed podcast, but we do have merchandise for all of you guys out there that are fans of us, um, what we're doing here. Uh, in fact, there's a Facebook channel or Facebook page that somebody started called Unashamed Nation. And it's really? got yeah, it's got a lot of people on it. So so kudos to you guys out there. Although I didn't know what you meant by merch. I thought I was thinking perch, but merch. But then you merchandise. Said merchandise. We've which, got yeah, we've got the official unashamed uh mugs here that you can get. We've got Phil's face. We need to get one. Well, of your when face. did they start calling that merch? It's kind of a industry term, I think. Oh, I didn't know it. Had you ever heard that word? Merch. I heard a perch. We got merch. I heard somebody oh, say that on Instagram. It's coming out of Ozark. I ain't ever heard. <laughs> yeah. So we got t shirts. We've got a lot of good stuff. So go to unashamed merch. Dot com. That's where I got it, right there. I think I would just feel weird if I said, hey, I bought some merch today. Yeah, but if you're promoting it at a, like what we're doing here, yeah. we're saying we have, I guess no, it could I'm be. for the promotion. Yeah. I'm just not sure about the word. Well, it's good yeah. for the website. Unashamedmerch.com. Get your beard mug, hats, shirts, sweatshirts, and also sign up for our newsletter. Have you ever heard that term, merch? Oh, yeah. Maybe I need to get out more. I think that's well. That's or on the flip side of that, the wor- the the worse is not that you get arrogant. What about when you do fall and you're not doing good as a believer? I mean, I, I think still that's sin. the easy way in the argument, which I agree. I mean, that's where we yeah. went to at first, which spawned the argument because it's like, well, even if you went a week without sinning, at some point you're going to sin. And James says, "What happened?" Yeah, and, James, and what does James well, what say? Happened? Of course. To me, what happened what is happens? you quit is acknowledging that where the true good source was. You started thinking that you could pull it off. Or, or, or this, it's, I, I see it as a conduit that the Holy Spirit is God, and he, he's in us, so there's a direct conduit to reveal reality to us. I think, and, I, and this is how I, I define sin when I share with people, is sin is less about... Um, an arbitrary viola- a violation of an arbitrary commandment of God, and more about rejecting a revelation of life from God. That's what sin is. It's not that oh, I, I, God gave me this list of rules 
follow this list, mm-hmm. prove your loyalty to me, and then if you can do good enough, then I'll let you in because you proved that you're loyal. It's not that. It's 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 I'm giving you the revelation of life. I'm life is flowing from me into you. Now, sin is just when we say, "Up, oh, I think you're lying to me, God. I think you're holding out on me." It's it, and so if we if we can frame it up that way, then we could frame faith up as as believing in the revelation of God and receiving life. And so sin always leads to death because it's you're rejecting who God is. That's what sin is. That's why the unforgivable sin is what the blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the the member of the Trinity who is delivering truth to the believer. It's that thing in John 16 you read about the conviction of sin, uh, righteousness, and judgment. And if I say no to you, then there's no other way I'm going to ever receive truth if I, if I reject the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it leads to life. And, and where this has been very impactful in my understanding of, 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 of my walk with the Lord and a lot of the young college students that we've ministered to over the years is that I quit teaching this message. I quit teaching, come to Jesus and, and, and don't do the bad stuff. You know, I, I, the Holy Spirit is not telling you that that's, that's wrong or that's right. What the Holy Spirit's telling you is that's not true. That's a lie. Distinguish good from evil. Hebrews 5 that you read. It's, it, it's, it's, now, we, have a, we do participate in it, to Phil's point, in that I'm receiving revelation from God, so I have a, a responsibility in that to, I can say, I don't believe you, God. But any good work is only happening because I'm believing what God's telling me, and then I'm saying, I'm going to go with God because I actually believe that he's telling me the truth here. That's why they sinned in the Garden of Eden, right? Why'd they sin? They didn't believe God. They thought he was holding out on them. Mm-hmm. And so it's, 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 but I'm not going to be known for good. That's what you're saying? Um, I'll be known for doing what's bad it, the it, rest of my life. I think the Holy Spirit will be known for good and they'll in, see, inside yeah. of them. They'll see me. So on your gravestone... You, you said there's no way. Don't put on there. This was a good. Good. This was, nah, this don't was put a good that on man. There. But but he no. loved Jesus and saved. But, but, he's saved by faith. So yeah, I'd put, put the Holy bad Spirit. He's yeah. good. You said he's a bad he's man. A bad, bad man. A bad man. Saved yeah. by saved yeah. by the that blood makes of Jesus. Perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, <laughs> the grace of God that brings salvation. Let's just see how good comes in here. Has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions. And to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. I'm in Titus, Titus chapter two. two. Okay. While we wait for the blessed hope, the <clears throat> glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, He gave Himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for Himself a people that are His very own, eager to do what is good. These then are the things you should teach. That's what I'm teaching y'all who are saying no. Well, <laughs> encourage and rebuke with all authority. Don't let anyone despise you. Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, to show their true humility toward all men. At one time, past life now, no Holy Spirit. We too were foolish. I was there. Disobedient. I was there. Deceived. I was there. Enslaved by all kinds of passions, I was there. And pleasures, I was there. We lived in malice, I lived there. We lived in envy, being hated, hating one another. But, well, when, when's the big turnaround? Right here. This is the turnaround. When the kindness of love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us. Not because of righteous things we had done. We were up to no good. But because of his mercy. He saves us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generally through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that you have God's Spirit in you now. You've repented. By his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying. I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are, are excellent. They're profitable for everyone. And y'all say? Well, it's nah. because when you said they they should devote themselves to do what is good, 
when he said the other phrase about not because of righteous things, where's that at? Not Verse five. He said that not is because you were, but you, you were said, sinful. But you said you were up to you were up to no good. But he didn't say that. He said not because of righteous things you did. He wasn't talking about being up to no good. He was saying the righteous things that you can do. The unrighteous is not things enough. were disobedient, deceived, enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasure. We lived in malice, envy, hating one another—the opposite of good and love of God. But here comes Jesus. Here comes the Holy Spirit. Yep. A people be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. Y'all are saying you can't be good, therefore I'm not going to be careful to be good. No, I think do what, good. No, what we're but he said that. I he think, said not because of righteous things. But because of what the Holy you, Spirit you did. Devote themselves yeah. to doing what is good. Yeah, but you got to go but to verse 5. These things are excellent and but profitable. But what does he what did he Well, mean? since you can't be good, why even bring that into the equation? Why would Titus but he be told? It, he brought it in in verse five. He did. I didn't. He said he saved us, and then he he makes a statement: not because of righteous things we had done. So your sins are forgiven. You're in Jesus. You're under grace. So what's next? You say just do good. Yeah, but he's talking do about do what you never did before. Yeah, but that's going to happen through the power of the renewing of the re, the regener, washing of regeneration. Mm-hmm. And renewing by the Holy Spirit. That's correct. Whom He poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that being justified by His grace, we would be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. And so, the the goodness that we're called to, it's 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 not that we're manufacturing good works. It's that we are living under the revelation of the Holy Spirit, who is renewing our mind. You're good, but yeah. it doesn't earn you anything. I guess I'm focusing on the rebirth and the renewal of the Holy Spirit once that death occurred. You know, once the death occurred. Which, which death are you talking about? Our death? Yeah. Our, yeah. Our, yeah the our, old our, man. Our rebirth. The, the old, old man. man died. Yep. What I'm saying is. Now you're on what, it. You got it there. I mean, Phil, we, I think we 100% agree with that. But once you die, you're, you're, you have to be different in some way to then. To me, to say, well, now you can do good. Well, I couldn't do it the first time. That got me in trouble. I tried. And even though the righteous things I I did, people do righteous things. He just said it. But that's not going to save you. That's correct. Because this person has to be replaced. Because you are saved. I'm doing good because I'm saved and I, I'm being renewed by the Holy Spirit. You correct. The Holy you. Spirit's getting the credit. No problem with me there. But you want to do good. I mean, I think that's what, what Paul's getting at. Well, yeah. I want to do good because the Holy Spirit is enabling me to do good. I don't think I would have the idea without the Holy Spirit. You yeah, can't be but, good without God. You're correct. But you, you know, there's a, there's a phrase. You're proving my but point. Phil, there's a phrase in, in the book of Romans that the last and the first and last paragraph that Paul is summing up this entire argument in Romans, in my opinion, and he says that he his his role was to call the Gentiles to the obedience of faith. And, and I think the point that I'm getting at here is that we are called to obey. We're called to, called to do good works, but it's not just obedience that God is after. The only kind of obedience that God will accept is the one that is born out of faith, not of works. That's the whole point of the book of Romans. So that what's, what's the point? That I'm obeying God not because I'm earning favor with Him. I'm obeying God because I actually trust Him and believe that He has my best interest in mind, and that's why I can have true victory over sin, not because I'm willing it away and somehow I'm, I'm, I'm disciplined enough to beat it. It's that, it's that I'm, I'm having a, trans, a, a, a renewal of my mind. There's, a, there's a, a, a renewing that's happening by the Holy Spirit's revelation. Does that make sense? It does. I think. Let me try it from this angle. From this, well, while you're this, work, this is why you're working on that. Because you know I'm going to go to your verse. In, in, yeah, in, you know what's happened throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached. Well, yeah, check yeah. this out. This is Romans ten. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, Acts ten. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. I wonder. Uh, what about this verse? And how he went around. Doing good and healing all those who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. So y'all are saying, well, he's in our example. 
you say, well, what is the example? You go around and you do good and you point people to Jesus because they're under <laughs> the power of the spinning. devil. I feel because like... if you go around and you're doing bad, saying, I can't be good, you say, <laughs> Peter would say, what are you talking about? Jesus like... went around doing good. And y'all like... are saying, we can't be good. <laughs> yeah. You're like, can't be good. Well, you know there's a misunderstanding. I feel like we've, we've gone off road. We're in a cornfield after a rainy day. And we went just, around doing good, and y'all are like, we can't be good. I feel like, like, I feel like we're, looking, be we're looking for a lost chain somewhere without a metal detector. We, we have, there's a semantic breakdown here. Yeah, so hold on. Me, yeah, well, before you, before you break it down, let's, let's take a quick Boy, break. I'm glad our audience got, a, got an eye full of this. Y'all don't try to be good because it ain't going to happen. I'm Thank saying. You. You That's why you good. need Jesus. All right, well, I'm going to try this good. from your original verse that hold started. On. One quick break. For you, for you guys out there who are um, listening to the podcast, we also have a show in the woods with Phil on Blaze TV. And till the end of the uh, until the election, Blaze has a special right now for thirty dollars off up until election uh, election day. So you go to blazetv.com slash unashamed. <laughs> you're talking. You're doing that colored commentary. Okay, let me, let me start over. <laughs> no, I thought yeah, it, I think it, you it just good. keep going. Just go with it. I'm just going to be calm on this one because we're recording right now. So we got $30 off, mm-hmm. $30 off until Election Day at blazetv.com slash unashamed for anyone who wants to go behind the paywall, which is when we go extra on segments, which we do sometimes, or uh, just uh, last week, I think we did one on your daughter um, that interviewed her. You won't see that here on the podcast, but you will see it on uh, blazetv.com for our subscribers. So go to blazetv.com slash unashamed and get your $30 off until election day. Was that better? That was, I like the more passionate one. You like the passionate one? I like, yeah, I like it when you just can't contain yourself. 30, you say $30. Well, that, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. We'll see if it yeah. works. I'm going to try this from where this all got started. You read 1 John 3.10, which says, This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Yep. Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God, nor is anyone who does not love his brother. Yep. Now let me make the argument. In the previous verse, in verse Mm 9, there's a statement. Granted, you have to know the whole letter from 1 John 1 all the way to 1 John 5 to kind of get the gist of it. But I want to read this verse and present a question. The previous verse says, this is 1 John 3, 9. No one who is born of God will continue to sin. That's a pattern. No, Now you're adding that because it doesn't make sense if you don't add as a pattern. And you if know you that just, Jesus is there to mediate well, for you. He just got through telling chapter well, 1. I, I agree. That I, he's there if you confess your sins. I agree. But what I, just for the argument's sake, just let's just leave out the as a pattern for right now. Mm-hmm. And just, because so, I don't think you're understanding what we're saying. But if you kind of look at this verse without adding as a pattern, because it we, we immediately have to add that because we're like, well, because why? Because we, we know we sin. Because we sin. Correct. And, well, and, and, no well, one, and no one would be born again. And, that, so, and that nullifies you ever doing anything good so, the rest so, of your life. So hang on. No here. good for y'all. So, no. so wait a minute. We, we might have a revelation here. But if you're looking at what we're saying, it actually would make sense. Because no one born who is born of God will continue to sin. That guy's dead. That's what I'm saying. It, I, I'm not uncomfortable with that phrase. Because I'm not going to continue to sin because the guy you're looking at, he, he's gone. He died. That's why when you tie that in with Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live. And I'm I not no lo- going and I no longer to continue can, And to I sin. no longer can do what's good. Well, I, I, I don't... I don't What's that got to do with anything? I'm just saying this verse says no one who is born of God will continue to sin. It makes no sense unless we either add as a pattern. Well, yeah, because or but I'm saying if you were gone, I didn't even finish my thought. Then he says, "Now here's here's this next phrase is what I'm trying to get to because so 
weed out the, the part we added saying it's not a pattern. He just said he's not going to continue to sin. Then he gives you the reason. Because God's seed remains in him. Well, what's that? The Holy Spirit. Imperishable, you think it's the Holy Spirit? Imperishable seed. Where are you at? First John 3, 9. just want to make sure that we're on the same page. Yep. God's seed remains in him. Would you agree? Yes. He cannot go on sinning. So why why would we agree with that and say, well, he can't go on doing good either? It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit stopping the sin. It's the Holy Spirit getting the credit. God for anointed Jesus of Nazareth because he has with been the Holy Spirit and power. And how he went around doing good and heeding all those who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. Yeah, but I, but Jesus know, yeah. could do good. Yeah, and and but we're not even negate. I don't think either one of us are negating good works. We're just saying that good works are a reflection of of that God is in you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be doing those things. Oh, ah, yeah. Look, not only that in Ephesians two, he says he created us to do good works. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying how we got to that point. It says it's by grace that you've been saved. It is not from yourselves. That is correct. Which would go into what I'm saying. It is the gift of God. That is correct. Well, and, 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 so, Roman, and Romans 9 hits this, too, after he's uh, talking about kind of this uh, idea of Gentiles versus uh, Jewish people and who's in, who's out. In verse 30, he says, What shall we say then that Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness, attained righteousness, even the righteousness which is by faith. But Israel, pursuing a law of righteousness, did not pursue it by faith, but as as though it were by works. And they stumbled over the stone just as it is written, talking about Jesus. So like, we're not negating—I'm not negating, at least, the pursuit of good works and the pursuit of righteousness. Well, of I, I think it's how are you pursuing it. And if you're pursuing yeah. it by works, well, that's what the that's what Israel did. Yeah. And Paul's point in Romans 9 is that's why they're out. I'm not going around doing good to be saved. Yes. I'm, I'm going around doing good because, because I am saved. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying— I'm go. I'm doing good because it's the Holy Spirit. It's no longer me. But when you say that, what do you mean? When you say because it's what does very that mean? Very hard to explain that because I spiritually died. What I I for you know my first fourteen years on the earth, even though I was safe as a kid, I base my how I felt about myself on my decision making and my performance. I, it was me. Yeah, I thought I want to do better. So guess what? I I do better. I want to do good. I'll do good. Well, then I was introduced to Jesus, and I think the hardest thing for me to ever understand is that how am I going to go die and still be alive? That was very hard for me to to get a grip on. How am I going to participate in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus? In you know Romans six, I die. I'm buried. And I'm going to come back. And then when I started reading these verses about you you died and your life is now hidden in Christ in Colossians 3, I'm like, what does that mean? I died. I've been crucified with Christ. So I, I, it, it just it started hitting me that why, why am I trying to figure out how to go about doing good when I have the Holy Spirit of God? That's what he specializes yeah, but in. Yeah, but... but I know, but when we say that, and uh, and I think this maybe where Phil is is pushing back on us is that it sounds like you're saying I'm not saying that you're saying this. It sounds like you're saying that the Holy Spirit is making you do good things, and and that you have no say in whatsoever, and He's just mm-hmm. doing. I mean, is that what you're saying? Pretty much. See, I don't agree with that. I think that <laughs> we, I, I, think, I would say it's with groans that I cannot understand. Which but, this, but and, and this is a, a huge theological debate going on. But but I think if we don't have a biblical understanding, I say, I'm not saying you don't have a biblical understanding of Revelation, but I think that we have to bring into the discussion Revelation that God speaks. But but, but Zach, but what I'm saying is is how are you being motivated? Now you know as right well, as well as anybody else, how much do you think in a week's time that I study the Bible? Um, at least 15 or 20 minutes. 
hours. I know you hours. So you know I do that. Yeah. So my point is, that argument will work if I wasn't doing that. So you said, well, what is your point? My point is, I'm being motivated by the Holy Spirit of God to do that. Now you say, well, how can you explain that? I can't. It, it's kind of like the wind in John three. Yeah. It, it's it. Why why do I do good things? I'm just convinced of this. There is nothing good that lives in me. When I have God's Spirit, it's it's in control of my life. I'm studying because what do they do at, at church? They tell you to study, pray, and do good. And a lot of people are like, so. You share Jesus because you say he's the image of God. Well, then they say, well, you got to surrender. You got to die. You, well, you go through that process. Then you, they say, well, now you have the Holy Spirit. Well, you may not have felt it, but then the more you read, you understand, well, if there's nothing good living in me and I have the Jesus living in me through his spirit, I know he's good. Let's take a quick break. So if something good happens, all I'm saying is when something good happens, whether it's me reading my Bible, whether it's me praying, whether it's me sharing, or whether it's me not sinning, like you were talking about, I'm saying I give the credit to the Holy Spirit of God, even though I don't know exactly how that went down. Well, I think, what does faith come from? Hearing the message. Hearing the word. So Jesus, or the Spirit, speaks to us, but we have to hear it, right? And then we have to say, I believe you. So mm-hmm. I don't get credit for believing what he tells me. It's still his it originated I with said him. the same thing until I read a verse that said God gives us faith. And that, 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 then I changed my approach on that. I'll find it. I'll look it up well, while you're, you're finishing. You're, you're, you're probably. Are you talking about the one that says each one should act in accordance with the measure of faith that God has given to him or yeah. signed him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, um, I, I think that's a little bit out of context. But, but <laughs> so, you, so you see the you see the homeless, and we reach out to them, and we feed them, and you say, why do you do that? You're you're saved, sure. You say, are you helping the homeless? Is that going to help you? No, it's going to help them. I'm doing a good deed. We're feeding them. They might want a meal. They might not. So we have a lot of homeless people. We've converted them. A lot of them. We've converted them. A lot of these. And Miss Kay said, how do y'all know? How do y'all, what do you know when I'm giving y'all these food cards so they can go buy the restaurants and get them some food? They can't like, if you give them money, a lot of them, you know, they get back on the wine, the bottle and all that. Mm-hmm. So she gives them food cards. She said, what does this tell all y'all? When we're giving to these food cards, and they all say, you love us. You love us. That's why you're doing it. We're like, yep. See, we're loving them, and we do a good deed for them. We don't have to for our salvation. We're saved. We have God's Spirit in us. We, we, we go around, and we look for ways to do good. Look, because anyone, here's James. So y'all are the scholars. I'm not. As it's... Uh, Anyone then who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it, sins. You look for ways to do good. It's not for your benefit. It's for theirs, the people you reach out to. I just gave you the homeless as one example. They can be convicts, the rehabbers, and all, all of the people we deal with all the time. We reach out to them. We we have a meal. We sit around and we have we practice hospitality and we go around doing good and we're preaching the gospel. I'm just saying, y'all can't see that that we we the spirit in us. I would have never done that before I ran upon Jesus, because I'm saved because I have God's spirit in me. I'm looking around, looking for ways to do good to my neighbor. Okay, so I found the verse. So it says, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Here we're back on dying. Mm-hmm. Holy and pleasing God's spiritual act of worship. Don't conform any longer to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We're back into this renewal. We know where that comes from, the Holy Spirit. Then you'll know yep. what uh, God's will is. Why? Because you have his spirit inside of you. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. Yep. 
but rather think of yourselves with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. Which this Romans 12, 3 is my argument. He gave me mercy. He gave me grace. He gave me the Holy Spirit. He's given me the measure of faith, the capacity, because I believe when Jesus said, I'll be lifted up, I'll draw all men to myself. He gave me that draw because, in essence, he was pursuing me instead of me pursuing him. Once, well, I, sure. once I acknowledged that, then it became less about me and more about him. Did you have well, a responsibility in that? Did the, you do anything? The one responsibility is when I was introduced to Jesus, there was a decision. Call it belief, but I'm going to give Why? him the credit for calling well, me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even we're, as we're, we're, the further I go along, I'm giving him in any question yeah, but about anything good, even me responding and falling my knees, I'm going to lean toward giving him the credit because I believe that verse that says you get no, nothing but, good lives in well, me. But you get I believe no, that. You get no credit. Not only that, not only that, while he's on that point, uh, no one, Mark 10, 18, no one is good except God alone. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, you well, say... thank you. Yeah. So you say Jesus <laughs> went around doing good and heeding all those who are on the power of the devil. You said... He's good through and through. So now that we are saved and we have God's Spirit, we've replaced bad behavior, bad deeds, evil deeds. We've replaced that with good deeds, with goodness. But why? It, it's, it just comes supernaturally. We reach Thank out you. to our It's for someone else's benefit, every, every bit of it. Every bit of doing good, it's for someone else. It's not for your own Jesus has paid your price. I mean, we all are sinners. Once your sins are gone and God's spirit into you, you look for ways to do good. You go around doing good. And you point them to Jesus, which is exactly what he was doing. He went around doing good, and people said, whoa. And he freed those who were under the power of the devil. That is we an do. interesting point. Why do you think Jesus said, when the guy said, why do you call me? I mean, when he said, Good teacher. good teacher. And he said, why are you coming good? No one's good but God alone. Yeah. Because he was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why yeah. do you think he said that? Well, hold on. I'll tell you after this. Give <laughs> 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 oh, you a profound question. <laughs> My right. short answer was, he's the model He's the model. Well, he's, he, I feel he's, like you're agreeing with me now. I don't well, but, but but you are. I, I, you, I read Romans ten to you, and you said you said you used to agree with Romans ten until you read Romans twelve, which is interesting because I don't think that Romans twelve negates Romans ten. Romans ten still stands. I think you're mischaracterizing what I said. Well, you said I you I quoted Romans ten that faith originates with God, and you said I used to believe that until I read this. No, I still do, but I think it works together. Is all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think so, we agree. So, so, I don't see any disagreement with what. No, you're but saying. what? But here's what, here's what my point though. Like, let me read to you First Corinthians, uh, the role of the Holy Spirit. That's that's my concern in all this, which is where it started. John 15. And before you read it, look, I'm coming at it from a personal level. I will agree with this because my biggest weakness, it now just as an individual, is being outspoken to people in awkward situations. You know, when I was a kid, I was terrified. I've shared that before, but I I was just Mm -hmm. talking about socially awkward. So, look, the only way that I have convinced myself. To share Jesus with people in earshot is that I'm dead. Yeah, no, I like what you're saying. I, I, I'm I like, you. you know what? Because if I think about it for a second, when I get up and speak in front of thousands of people, and there's times every once in a while that I'll have, I, I'm literally terrified. Yeah. And I think, oh, I'm dead. This is the Holy Spirit. And I just, on a habitual basis, was given because it's a good deed. Yeah. No would question. you agree? I would agree. Okay, so that's that's where I came from. So then I realized, you know what? It's not that it's just faith comes through hearing the message. I gotta I gotta get this presentation out. I believe two things: God is, has brought them, and that He 
just did something supernatural with me through the Holy Spirit, and he's going to speak. So that's why I used to would always have to have notes and all this. And now, you know what? I study, I prepare, but I don't have to have anything written down because I'm just trying to give them Jesus. You, you, yeah. you see? And I'm comfortable with no, that I, now. I agree with what you're saying. I, my, I think what Phil's probably uncomfortable with, comfortable with which I kind of am too, is, is I don't want to negate man's responsibility but also at the same time, on the flip side of that, then you're like, well, are you saying it's about what man does? I'm like, no. And I, so I've tried to reconcile this. I think, obviously, it's been a debate for the last— I since, agree. —since the Reformation Look, movement, Zach, right? I agree. I'm uncomfortable when somebody's preaching or something, and they say— it, the moment they say, you know, God told me, I'm like, uh-oh. Because <laughs> I'm like, we, if he told you something that I can't read in here, I'm probably going to deny the power of what he told you. Uh, well, but yeah. but but right? yes, but I'm even not. I'm not, I'm more speaking towards. Well, I know. Yeah. I, what all I'm saying is we agree. There is. There's a problem there when when you're just a piece of clay with a no decision making process. I, I I get all that. All I was saying is I'm gonna lean toward God did it. God did do it. There's not leaning towards that. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, he did it, but it but he did it because he initiates every so every bit of life that could ever be attained or experienced. It's all flowing from God. Listen to this. I love that. We we talk about uh the role of the Holy Spirit and uh this is in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Uh, he's rejecting human wisdom, right? We do, but he says we do speak wisdom. So it's not a complete rejection of wisdom. We do speak wisdom among those who are mature, going back to Phil's uh, reference to Hebrews 5 earlier, yep. that mature is the mature uh, who by constant use have, to, have to, um, trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. This is an explanation of how that happens. It's a wisdom, however, not of this age or the rulers of this age who are passing away, but we speak God's wisdom in a mystery. It's the hidden wisdom that God predestined before the ages uh, to our glory. The wisdom which none of the rulers of this age had understood, for if they had understood it, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. But as it has written, these uh, things which uh, eye has no, not seen and ear has not heard, and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. That, that's key verse. All that God mm-hmm. has prepared for those who love him. But listen to verse 10. For to us, God revealed them through the Spirit. What is them? All that God has prepared for those who love Him. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. The Holy Spirit is—this is how faith works. God, the Holy Spirit, reveals to us all the things that God, all the wonderful blessings, the 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 the, the goodness of God, the the glorious riches of God, like that soup mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, but ten, but uh, infinitely better than yeah, that. The God spiritual said, soup of God, the spiritual. So I have my answer. You there. understand what I'm saying, though? I love it, and here's my answer because you did ask a profound question that I didn't have an answer to. You said, "Well, what's your role in that?" My answer would be then, for us to surrender. In that process, yes. When you when you hear Jesus, because that's what Jesus did, he surrendered. One by becoming a man, but then he also went to a cross with that surrendered spirit. So when we go to the First John passage, and it says, "Do what's right, or do good, don't do wrong," he started off saying in First John one, "Whoever claims to live in Him must walk as Jesus did." So I'm saying, not only do you surrender to Jesus at the first, and you do die. I've been crucified. That's, what, that's why I'm, I think baptism is important. Not because it's you doing that. It's your opportunity to surrender to the will of God based on what you understand of Jesus. But then when you come out every day, you've got to over and over do that act of surrender to yeah. let God's power flow through you. That's why I'm giving him the credit. So I'm saying... I have to constantly remind myself that is why I read the Bible. That is why I pray that this is not, it's not about me. I'm still going to stick to my stance. Yeah. I don't believe I can do anything good. My role is to surrender to the Holy Spirit that's in me 
And well, that, that, that's what and, I'm going and, with. And, and the prime example in Scripture of somebody who did what I'm talking about is Abraham, and that's why Romans four gives this picture of Abraham submitting to God's revelation. We clearly know, we know that we know what when Abraham took Isaac up on Mount Moriah to sacrifice him, he didn't have a clue how God was going to do what he said he was going to do. Well, right. And if it was up to him, what would he do? He would say, this doesn't make sense. But, and that's my point. He didn't know how, but he knew the goodness of God. That's why he says when he went up the mountain, he said, uh, he said me and the son are going to go up, and then we're going to come back. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Because me, I, don't, I can't explain how. But you know Sometimes. Who. I know who. Yeah. I know who's behind but it. That, that's point, the argument, Phil. At some point, you, you step that that thought in Hebrews 5 you mentioned, we're told to love must be sincere, hate what is evil, what is evil, hate what is evil, cling to what's good. You say cling to what's good. It's the opposite of evil. Uh, here's another one. Everyone has heard about your obedience to the Romans, so I'm full of joy over you, but I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what's evil. Now, that's three times, Hebrews 5, Romans 12, Romans 16, when this continuing thought yeah. is, is brought about. It says you need to be conscious of what good is. Only God is good. Man's not. That's but you've it. been saved by the blood of Jesus. You've been empowered so that you can really, uh, people can see the power of God by watching whether you're a loving person, love, joy, peace, patience, so We've kindness. agreed on who. So, let's, but let's stop right there before you change your mind. Well, yeah, well, let me say this. Good is about a value. It's not a duty. Right and wrong, that's a duty. That's your duty. But good and evil are person. a description of a value of what something's worth. And I think when we distinguish what's good and evil through the Spirit, it's that we're seeing the God, what God's telling us is very valuable. So now my motivation becomes not, I'm not doing this out of, out of a grudging submission. I'm submitting to the Holy Spirit because I'm seeing the value in what God is offering, and I can have true you lie to your na- You lie to your neighbor. You say, not good. Uh, but you, Phil, you you're doing with- it because who, who is good? He is good. How many people are good? One. Well, th- three persons, one being. Can we stop now? I think we have to because we're out of time.